welcome to the Player 5 Podcast. Hey. My name is Brendan, and with me as always is Austin. What's up? What's up, man? We're in the same room. This Again. Is, I mean, three times in a row. I mean, it's just kind of how it is now, There's, which is Third awesome. time's a charm, man. Yeah. This will be a very charming episode. I love yeah. this beat, by the way. Yeah, no, it's this good. It's going to be so hype right now. <laughs> yeah. It, it's from Xenoblank Chronicles. Shout out, because uh, they have some news. But before we get into all the news, I want to remind everybody that we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Please rate and review the show. We're also on Twitter, at Player5Pod, and on Instagram, at Player5 underscore podcast. So, uh, you know, talk with us, uh, comment, uh, get in touch with us there, and we, uh, we, really, we really value your opinion, and I hope you would tell us how you feel about this new Direct, this yeah, crazy... We- Direct. We had a lot this week, so we're just going to ha- go ahead and jump into all this stuff. We're going to start off with some quick thoughts of, of things of the Direct, but also two other things that happened this week that's worth mentioning. A very interesting one, Renan, uh, Astral Chain, which is a game that you and I didn't really talk about, a game not a lot of people talked about, in my opinion, Yeah, but it got released this week. It's so far, it is the third game this year to sell enough to uh, be considered for one of the game of the year contestants. It doesn't mean that it will be one of the game of the year contestants, but it has sold enough first week to get itself a ticket to possibly be one of those final five. I think Um, it's the fastest selling in the UK this year, uh, becoming platinum games first top chart seller, which is kind of crazy to me in the UK because they have the Bayonetta series, which is popular in the UK series. Yeah, of course. Um, it's the first game in history to have such a high spot in all three of the U.S., U.K., and Japan charts uh, with with official first weeks. Uh, wait, this is before, actually, if the official first week. So what that means is, like, you know, when Red Dead comes out, Red Dead's super popular in the U.S., but, right. like, Japan, they don't care as much. God of right. War does super well. U.S., Japan, maybe not so much U.K. Like, this is yeah. number one U.K., number two Japan, number two U.S. It's yeah. the first time That's a game crazy. has hit all, all three top two. Uh, and in I guess history from what I'm reading, uh, it was the most pre-ordered Switch game of the year, and the game is being review bombed by PS4 and Xbox players in the UK for being a Switch exclusive. Uh, and so far, it has outpaced Mario and Zelda franchise for first week sales. For granted, uh, it's not Breath of the totally. Wild came out first week of the Switch. Fairness, but the fact that like. People know the Zelda series more than a very first yeah. game of a, of a new IP, and right. you know Mario came out a few months out of the Switch. So the fact that it's it's just doing so well, just congrats to Platinum Games. I just, yeah, I just felt like, like you needed a shout out because no, yeah. y'all, y'all are making history, and it's kind of like yeah, I mean, quiet, you know, they're making history, and it's a game that obviously there's a lot more people involved and uh, very you know excited about, but it's obviously not getting a whole lot of news. You know, we're we're seeing record breaking stuff, but not a lot of people writing about it because all these other things are happening, like this direct yeah, and so other stuff's coming out soon. It, it's crazy how it just quietly it's just come along and, and yeah. doing so well. You so. know, and uh to be, you know, just kinda get in it for a second, I wanna say there could be something to that in that there's a little bit of a drought right now. We were talking about this last week of like multiplayer games, but I feel like right now we're waiting on a lot of games. And so Actual Train is like coming at a good point moment that's true you know it really doesn't have like september 20th is going to be busy yeah well september 13th next week is borderlands yeah and then 20th is a zelda zelda link's awakening and then we're gonna see a lot of stuff in september yeah there's gonna be a lot of lot happening uh kingdom hearts 3 will get uh its dlc trailer on the 9th of this week so Uh-oh. be sure to check that out i'll is definitely that, be looking for it that's not the Thing they've already announced it's the remind trailer oh that is the they're remind. giving us a new remind trailer and i'm going to guess that since they're just randomly coming out with a new trailer that this is going to tell us the release of it all and yeah more about it so um okay probably be a lot more that we get into next week if it's big enough but um it's september 9th i just figured we go ahead and, and shout that out and it is this week we'll be talking about it next week yeah yeah uh now on to the direct overwatch confirmed we confirmed that october yeah. 15th coming out Right, uh, actually, I want to say right in time for the Halloween event, which is Overwatch's best event. Yeah, what do you think, how do you think it's going to sell? You think it's going to sell well or really well? 
It's going to sell well. It's going to sell well, yeah. That's, do you that's think it's going to sell like well, or do you think it's going to sell well, really I, well? Let's, yeah, so I think that it's going to sell very well, actually, because there's okay. a lot of kids mm-hmm. that probably own a Switch that may most likely be their only system because True. they are younger. And it's a cheaper console, so. It's the, one of the cheapest consoles, and they are wanting to be on the Fortnite, you know, like, you know, the Fortnite bandwagon is like every yeah. kid's dream right now. And this is another shooter. I mean, it's not a battle royale, but it's its own thing. And it's cartoony. It looks really cool. It has that Fortnite kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um, but obviously, there's a lot of strategy to it. I, you know, it's a beloved game. People have been talking about it for a long time. So I think, I think it's going to sell incredibly well. And I do want to mention, they did promise that there's new ways to play. Like, they showed off that the gyro the motion, con- controls the motion controls with, with like uh junk, junk rats, rats tire yeah. yeah uh rip tire and um you know that's awesome like that's going to be a point of you know that's that's going to be a selling point for some people even that maybe already own overwatch on another device like True. something to play you know on the go but not not like you still have to have internet obviously play overwatch yeah realistically and but you know it could still be on the go like if you're at a friend's house you can bring your switch and yeah and you know but it's going to sell. It's going to be good. Yeah, bring it to a hotel room. Play off hotel Wi-Fi, always the best. <laughs> McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> Doom 64 is getting ported over to the Nintendo Switch November 22nd for anyone who is interested in that. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Cool, but I'm not a huge Doom fan. So. Yeah. Little Town Hero, October 16th. It looked good. Yeah, it looks... It looked good. <laughs> it, interestingly good. Like It's not like blowing mind amazing but it looked like something that I'm yeah. going to be checking out when it comes out. Right. And you notice that the title changed. It used to be, used to be called Town. Yeah, but it always said Working Title. Working so Title, yeah. Little Town Hero is its official And that makes a little name. more sense. But I got to say, I was when I first, when we first saw it when it was called Town, that first trailer for mm-hmm. it, I was very interested in because it... I don't even remember, but I compared it to like a bottle episode of TV. It seemed like a bottle episode of a game where you're yeah. in one spot and different things happen. But when I saw the gameplay, I got less excited for it. To be I honest, I will agree somewhat. Yeah, um, but it's it wasn't enough to make me say I just don't care anymore. Like I actually yeah. kind of want to see for the fact that if it could be really good because it is Game Freak, right? It's something new Game Freak's doing. Right. When does that happen? Yeah, you know, it's so always it's like, just been Pokemon. Let, but I, I kind of want to see what they bring to the table outside of Pokemon. I agree, but did, if you saw the battles, it looked kind of like Pokemon. <laughs> Kind of, kind but of. you know, but, uh, I, I'll you know, agree with JRPG. what you. I'll, I'll agree with what you said. It wasn't good, but it wasn't bad enough to make you be like, "Gross, I'm never playing this." True, yeah. So it, it's, I think it's enough that to that's keep a good way to interest into it. That's a good way to describe it, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the SNES games are being added to Nintendo Online as of today of recording. They haven't quite come out yet. We don't think we've been checking for them. We haven't seen them. Yeah, yet. Yeah, that that's probably the most exciting. Yeah, thing for me on this whole switch. A great lineup. I'm direct online. coming with it. Yeah, I mean Super Mario World, Link to the Past, which is anyone who's played a Zelda game, like knows that's one that you have to get through. So yeah. now everyone who has Switch Online, which is only twenty bucks, can now do that. Um, Star Fox. Yeah, no, I mean that's super exciting. It's I mean it's not Star Fox sixty four, which is you know what everyone wants. the classic the classic but yeah but i haven't played the star fox yet so i'm, I'm gonna right. try it out i yeah. think that's the one i'm most excited for up front link to the past is probably going to be the one that i'm like most excited Sit down, down the line you gotta watch but you star fox i'm just like yeah i really want to try this one out and mario maker for someone like me who uh this could be super mario world could be like a poor man's mario maker so <laughs> yeah <laughs> something like that uh tetris 99 is getting an update to the top players which means if you have won a couple of games you can now get into a bracket where everyone you play has won a couple of games so i guess sprucing up the difficulty though but i like that i think that's a really good update yeah um assassin's creed black flag and row coming to the switch i i only bring this up because assassin's creed black flag i think is personally my favorite since the original assassin's creed it's kind of wishy-washy with with how people you know took it but i think it's worth checking out and then that's also just to mention it's a collection that that's one game that has both both full games in it so yes uh pokemon sword and shield showed four new features renan did any of those features make you feel more excited about the game the curry decks 
That was the only thing. Really? <laughs> yeah, uh, only because it's so funny. I forgot you did like culinary stuff for a long well, time too. So. Well, it's not just that. Like, I just I thought it was really funny that you can make curry to feed your Pokemon and at, at the Pokemon. And they camp. challenge you to find all the different recipes. Yeah, but it's, it, just it, like, it's, it's just like a Pokedex, but for curry yeah. recipes, which I think is really funny. That's the yeah. only thing that really uh, character customization, which is cool, but it's like that's not. That's not as a unique feature. That's an expectation anymore. at this point. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is not coming up with a lot of expectations. Also, so. the Pokemon they showed off were not that impressive. They they showed off one water flying type, which is historically a good yeah. combo type. Um, with some regurgitating yeah, spit fit which fish is in your cool. face. It, thing. Yeah, no, I actually thought, I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, But, but it's not like... Mind-blowing. Yeah. It was like, they added it as one feature. One whole feature for one whole Pokemon. They spent a whole 30 seconds talking about it. I'm just like, cool? Cool, yeah, yeah. Cool, but... Uh, um, I know. Animal Crossing got uh, a bit more shown. It still looks good. I mean, I'm not an Animal Crossing player, per se. Right. But I do think that it's it's giving off good impressions yeah i played the one on the ds um not the 3ds but the ds oh like back in the day and i i was really into it then mm-hmm. i got really into that game um but it's a great chill game yeah it's it's a time killer and yeah. like i will say ever since then i've tried to get into many animal crossing games i've gotten the pocket camp mobile app and i even got it on the wii when it came out new leaf yeah and I just can't get back into it. I don't know what it a is. A lot of people say the GameCube one is the pinnacle of Animal Crossing. And I didn't play that one, but I, I would not be surprised because the DS version came out right after the GameCube, but before the Wii. Yeah. So. Uh, and last on our kind of quick list, one that I was actually very happy to see and plus our theme song, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition announced for 2020. Uh, this is the game with Shulk in it, people, for those who don't know. Um <laughs> I tried out the game the first time on the Wii, and I actually enjoyed it a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of other things were happening at that time in my life, so I never, I, I stopped playing it. I never got back into it. So this is one that definitely, when it comes out, I'm I'm going to come back to it, and a lot better graphics than the first one. Let me say, yeah. So I'm excited this is happening. Yeah, it's cool. I just uh, personally never been into the Xenoblade series. Schultz cool though. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I think if, you, if you've if you never played a uh, JRPG or, or you don't get into them, I think it's the best one to play in the West. Okay. I think it does yeah. really well. So I'm, I'm probably sure I'm going to buy it before you do, Renan, if you do. So I'll let you, I'll let you check it out and see yeah. if, you, no, if you decide. No, I probably won't it. buy it, to be honest. <laughs> it's a massive game. I'm, I'm sure it's it is. a massive game. And I love RPGs. There's just so much coming out. But this is in 2020. That's true. So yeah, that's I what totally, I'm saying. Like yeah. we'll have to see what's coming out at the same time because we don't have an official date. Right. It just said 2020. Right. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of our quick rundown of the Nintendo Direct. Our next three topics are going to be Deeper more dives. in depth about what went on to this Nintendo Direct. So for our first official topic, Rinden, what do we have? Yeah, uh, we got to see a little more of Luigi's Mansion Three, which is obviously one of our nearest and dearest franchises to our hearts um and they specifically showed off that each floor of this hotel that luigi is going to is going to be themed differently which i thought was awesome personally um we also got a two to eight player mode which is local only on the switch called scream park which is a two different teams a team luigi and a team Gooigi, and they have to compete against each other capture the most ghosts Austin, I know you've been critical of this game a lot so far, just in general, but does any of this new stuff make you feel any better about the game? I want to start this out by saying, Ridden and I generally come on this podcast with positivity. Yeah. We wish the best for all people. If you're a new listener... This might be the biggest rant I've done, and we usually don't do this. I didn't expect this at all. <laughs> but I'm going off. Okay, go off, dude. Do this it. game got laughably worse to me. Oh, no. Horribly worse. Honestly, I saw this. this I got more excited. sad. Okay. This is laughable. Wow. Here's why. If you remember before Luigi's Mansion 3 was announced, I sat there. We were talking about what they could do if they ever brought it back. And I sat there and said, don't make a sequel of Dark Moon. Yeah. Leave the mansion title. Keep the Luigi title. Take it somewhere else. 
give it a new theme. Yeah. I don't care where, but obviously, you know, you, you, you played out the mansion theme with dark moon. Fine. They went to hotel. They called it Luigi's mansion. They could have called it Luigi's hotel. Fine. I didn't like the fact that it looked like dark moon. Yeah. That was, that's been very evident since this game has come out. Yeah. And the more they show, the more that it looks like dark moon, the more I get frustrated with it. But I was, I was growing to the idea of it being a hotel and I was thinking, okay, well in the mansion, you know, obviously they had the family that was living there. They had the rec room guy, they had things going on and made it a lively mansion. So maybe they could go to the hotel. Maybe the hotel has a pool area and it's got an Olympic like swimmer that you got to mess with. Maybe it's got a basketball court that, you know, the ball, the basketballs have something to do. Cause you know, even in, in Chauncey's fight, you had yeah, to the, get with the balls. Yeah. So maybe they had stuff like that and maybe I should just chill out. But the fact that they showed different <laughs> themes on every floor made me so mad because really? it's like you just <laughs> killed any possibility after this. You just killed every other possibility after this. It makes no darn sense to yeah. a hotel. It's just so dumb. The fact the hotel looks dumb. Can we just start there? You're not putting a pyramid in that thing. You're yeah. not putting a whole pyramid in that thing. You're not putting a whole pirate ship in that thing. That's two things they showed off so far. Yeah, and it's true. like if you took those and separated them, I'm fine with that. They looked gorgeous. And that's what makes me mad. Yeah. Is that this is so unrealistic to what the first one was. Yeah, the first true. one was great. We built the dang thing in Minecraft. Every single room yeah. to scale worked out great. It like the consistency of that game was perfect. They wanted to go with a lighter thing because they didn't want to scare off children. Renan, you and I played that when we were five or six. Yeah. And somehow we put that at our number one best GameCube game ever. It didn't scare us off. Right. So you that's go true. with all these Zanny you change the music up to be lighter. You put brighter colors in, all this stupid stuff. Yeah, it doesn't cool, take itself whatever. seriously. It doesn't. And that's what makes me upset is that I'm sitting here like every twist and turn that we take. This game is getting a sequel because we've asked for years for it. This game got its own booth in like Dave and Buster's and Gaddy's Towns because of how much we've adored this game. Yeah. You decided to take on the sequel. Thank you for that. But you're just incredibly messing it up and every single time I see something new it's just getting worse for me because it's like I would love to see a whole Luigi's Pirate theme game you could do a lot with it you could do a whole lot with the pyramids and such like that there's a whole lot you could do just separate them but the fact that this hotel just looks dumb it looks dumb it looks like Castle Oblivion off of Kingdom Hearts okay (laughs) but you love Kingdom Hearts (laughs) but Castle Oblivion is exactly what it's called Castle Oblivion it's Uh. just dumb crazy way it was meant to be like the sequel to luigi's mansion should not be this dumb it shouldn't be it the luigi's mansion the original one is its own thing now i don't consider dark moon or this to be what that was because that is its own thing and this is a sequel to dark moon and it's i mean we've always said that the ghosts don't look lively they don't look the ghosts in the original luigi's mansion were like menacing they wanted you they were coming for you they were laughing at you like these just look like they're being snarky that's true you know, and look, I'll, I'm going to take the devil's advocate approach here. I always do. I know. It's fine. I, I'm, I, yeah. It's fair. This is your take. This is my take. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just feel like this is like a pattern, but, you know, it's whatever. It's our honest opinion. So, um, yeah, okay. I understand everything you said, and actually, I'm okay with it. I agree with it. I understand why you would be like this, um, but I also know this is coming from someone like you who really likes dark themes especially Nintendo games that are dark themes like Twilight Princess, Luigi's Mansion. You know, there's a, there's a pattern for you, how you like, you know, your games and that's fine. It's awesome. But I will say as much as I love the first game and this obviously will not even touch the greatness that is the first game. Um, you know, the different floors being a different theme I thought was actually personally very cool. I, I liked how they, they look looked. good. They looked good, right? And I understand that your uh, your opinion is that it's not realistic because the first game, as much as it was crazy ghost, they went for a realistic route. But you know, I feel like Nintendo games kind of throw realism out the door, especially the Mario series. I know this is not necessarily Mario series, but it's the Mario universe. It's not Zelda. You know, um, I just I think that you have honest like your opinions are valid but i think that it's okay i will agree with you that the art style is not good comparatively to the first one because it does like dark moon like the ghosts look kitty and goofy and the music is like 
ooh, like cheesy Halloween style, which it's launching on Halloween. I wanted to mention that too. Uh, like cheesy Halloween music. Like I don't like that it didn't take itself seriously in that way. But, you know, it doesn't bother me as much that it's not taking itself very seriously. Like I'd rather take a list. I think it would be a middle ground, like between what we see in the art style and how they take themselves seriously versus the first one. I think there's somewhere mm. in the middle that I would be happy with, but I still like this new one. Whereas you hate it. So I'm, I'm coming down as like, I understand and almost agree with all of your opinions, except I'm more okay with it obviously than you are because we're getting a new game. It looks very pretty. And as much as it doesn't take itself seriously, it looks like there's some really cool, beautiful boss battles and stuff like that. Like the pirate ship area, that boss actually looked kind of cool and not scary, but scarier than what we've seen. I was about to get into boss battles, just so you know. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And then the pyramid, that was kind of cheesy, but like it reminded me of that room in the water temple in Ocarina of Time where you go in there and there's like this pyramid thing and you have to fight this wolf. You know, you kind of have to live in the magic of the world that you're playing in sometimes. And so I can get over the realism, but they set but, a precedent and that's my problem. Yeah. They set a precedent in the first one, but not in dark moon. They, they changed yeah, they the precedent. Well, they changed the precedent to dark moon in dark noon. And then they stayed true to that new precedent, which is not cool. Granted. I know. And it's just like, it's, it's, it makes this so much harder to swallow because it's like, you just know that whatever feeling you got from the original Luigi's Mansion is just not coming back. And it's like, we waited. Luigi's Mansion had to have come back in what? 2000? Come out when it came out? Yeah. N- 2000, like, four or something or like something. that. No. The GameCube wasn't out in 2001. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, we were like six or seven. We were very young, yeah, of course. So, we were born in 1994? Yeah. We could have been eight or nine. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2004-ish. Yeah. Yeah, I would say 2004 is fair. Still, I mean, I know what you're saying. I mean, it's like, it's 15 years. We pretty much waited a whole entire Kingdom Hearts 2 to Kingdom Hearts 3 sequel for for the sequel of Luigi's Mansion. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. And granted, it wasn't a story that Think about it. Quick fire. Top five bosses, final bosses in GameCube history. Where you, you're gonna, where you're you, gonna where say you put in Bogmire. Where you put in Headless Bowser and King Boo at? Final uh, bosses. I'm talking final bosses. Final bosses in all of um, all of GameCube games. So Mario Sunshine, Final Battle. Okay, well Mario Sunshine. Star, Star Fox Assault Final Battle. Mario Sunshine's Final Battle sucks. It did. But it was a great game. Um great game, yes. Assault had a pretty good final battle because Andros came out at the end and then well Pigma then Andros. Well, it was a fake because the android were messing with you. Yeah. You're really fighting the android and James McCloud showed up. Yeah. yeah so they, yeah, it got yeah. really yeah. trippy. You're right. Us. You're right. Sorry. It's been a while. Adventures didn't have the greatest final battle. So I'm not going to put adventures in there. Oh, Star Fox. I didn't even yeah. know what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, Bogmire's. Oh yeah. Sorry. The headless, the mechanical Bowser and King Boo is pretty incredible. First time you played that boss battle. And by the, by the way, I'm cause I, I still consider twilight princess as a GameCube game because it was made for the GameCube. But it's not <laughs> Yeah. It that was got a ported launch to title. the Wii. No, it was a launch title for the Wii. But it was, it's not like Breath of the Wild to the Wii U to the Switch. Like, no, it is. It is. It, no, because... It's exactly like that. It was they, originally it made for the GameCube. It was originally promoted for the GameCube. But and a launched, lot of GameCube came, sales came, came from it. But it launched in tandem on the Switch and the I, Wii U. I, okay, here's what I'll say. U. Twilight Princess had more of an impact on the GameCube than Breath of the Wild had on the Wii U. Fair? Yes. Okay. Barely, but yes. Anyway, Skyward Sword was in the Wii game. I'm going to so. allow Twilight Princess Final Boss to be in there, and I think that was be the top final boss. But when when you played Luigi's oh, Mansion yeah, and sick. Bowser's head came flying off his body, and King Boo popped out. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. And then you, you want to know? Do you want to know what the final boss was in uh Dark in Dark Moon? Moon? How it went down? Yeah, you can tell me. You ran. That was it. King Boo was chasing you. And you ran as the as this the furniture in the mansions kept falling over. So obviously you did that whole thing where you had to dodge it, and you ran far enough, and he boo got t- boo got tired so that you could <laughs> give him a good sucky suck. Oh, okay. Um, and they already showed that they're going to do that again in this one. Oh, really? Yeah. No. There's not a creative. 
boss battle. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm totally fine with keeping a King Boo. I love the dynamic between Luigi versus King Boo. I thought that was a perfect tandem when they did it the first time. Yeah. They could not have done Luigi a better, like, franchise starting off. And, like, just the... It's getting more uncreative. And that's my issue. Is like... I just gave you in an angry rant random things that they could do with a hotel theme. Yeah. You could have had a golf course in the back for all I care and done something with it. You could have, you know, room service ghost, you know, much like the fat ghost in, in the first Luigi's Mansion. Oh, that was awesome. Um, Yeah. It was like glutton. Glutton, something like that. Yeah. That was, you had the dancing ghosts in there. Like you, you could do so much with a hotel and it's just like, He's just straight up, just like yeah. They've there. made it. It's like they've made it larger than life in a way where it's like yeah. Now you're existing on this weird yeah. Plane. Forget that the hotel looks weird. Like if they would have kept hotel theme, totally fine. Yeah, because they could they they could have literally just had like a more toned down creatively. Yeah, like a room where you go in and it's like oh this is the room where they I don't know do the laundry and then you have like a laundry ghost or something like in, and, and that would have been more interesting almost than like a crazy pyramid inside of a thing. So yeah, I, I I'm buying that a little bit, but it doesn't bother me still as much as it obviously bothers you, but it bothers me a lot. I saw that and I just like, cause it looks so good. Yeah. It the looks pirate good, theme yeah. looked amazing. And I'm just sitting there like what I get this for 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not buying this game until it's way on sale. Really? Really. I'm probably going to buy it as soon as it comes out. It's fine. Well, no. I just said there's something coming out, and there is. So I'll, I'll wait a while. I'm, I'm waiting until this is on sale, and I'm going to wait until I see how people review it, if I even buy it on sale. Also, I'm also being salty right now, so I could be lying about that. Well, I will. I, speaking of salty, one thing uh, before we wrap up, I want to say that I am very salty that the team uh, battle, the Scream Park, is only local. That's a, it, you know, you can play on two to eight people on one Switch, um, but there's no online. So I'm salty about that. I'll give you, like, that's we definitely paid a mark. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we made, paid $20 for online service. Well, we're getting that Super NES lineup, so I'm not going to cool. complain too much about it. But uh, yeah, no. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe carrying us all the way through. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing we've really played. Smash too, but well, yes, okay. But Smash, Smash carries it. Smash needs a lot of good connection oh, to enjoy. Smash needs some help. We yeah. we just need a switch that has a freaking Ethernet port in the dock. That's all we need. Sit, release a pro dock. Come on, you know it's, it's not that hard. Yeah, I know you're so sad. They show as soon as they show the pyramid, which yeah. was like at the very beginning. I I was just like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we ain't making this in Minecraft, boys. <laughs> we gonna have a whole lot of Nether portals yeah. taking us to places to build some pyramids. <laughs> time to get into the smash news Renan. we've got a whole lot in this direct so let's just start with the big one santa's in smash yeah that's, i'm just kidding that's obviously that's not the big one but he, <laughs> he did get in smash somewhat as as me costume form he also got his own song yeah shout out to toby fox who they also showed did most of the music in little town hero yeah and apparently he and sakura are like friends now yeah they're they awesome. playing with each other that's what yeah they're playing games <laughs> with each other at at Sakurai's house. Yeah. Like they're, they're That's crazy. Sakurai was saying that so far, Toby Fox is the biggest competition. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Sakurai, Sakurai flexing on two controllers, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. He like explained it all and it was just like, what's the point of this? Just to show off that you can do it? <laughs> like, by the way, when he was like, if you'd like to play Banjo-Kazooie, get it on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, shit. That was hilarious. I know. Now, I, I like That how, whole live stream was amazing. I like how they do it. Yeah. I, I like how they've they done the last that, two. They need to do it like that every time i think they will 
I think they, I, I think they see it that humanizes well. it a little bit, you know. Yeah, it and Sakurai really is really funny. I, I like Sakurai's personality, so he he does yeah. really well. So I, I, I liked how that. Anyways, uh, Sans and Smash is a me fighter form, but really, Rendon. The big thing is that they're going to be adding more DLC characters after the, the fighters pass. Yeah. One thing I want to know here is that Sakurai in that little live stream said how proud he was on breaking the record for how many game worlds he's adding. And he wants to add on to that record because he highly doubts that if the Smash series continues, that they'll be able to to do as much now. Right. With that said, Rip Waluigi, because he's in the Mario universe, they don't want to add any more in the game worlds for what they're saying. Do you like the direction that they're going? I do actually, because ultimate, I was talking with a friend today earlier about this and how ultimate is as much as people in melee, the community typically toxic people are like, you know, they say, Oh, ultimate has nothing. Melee is the best game of all time. And it's never going to be beat. you know, um, ultimate bridges a gap between everything people hated and loved about each other game before it. Yeah. And even though it may not be as good in some opinions of other older games like Melee or as bad as other games, Ultimate is one, It's if it's not the best, it's the second best Smash game we've ever yeah. gotten. 100%. It's the best playable one. It's right. The, Melee will, all, will probably always be the best competitive one. And that's because of just how it, the physics are in it. But, but Ultimate but, on a grand scale is the best. But yeah, and so what I'm saying is like on even out of competitive scene the reason i think ultimate almost takes that is because melee if you want to play really well you can play jigglypuff you know you can only jigglypuff you can play marth fox you know you can't really play the whole thing or as low tiers except for like little mac in ultimate are somewhat viable yeah you know so i don't know that's kind of a side note i want to say that i think i like it because ultimate the more and more we get in ultimate that means the sooner we'll get it and the longer we'll have to play with it and you know melee's been played for decades ultimate's gonna be played i i have a feeling the ultimate is gonna be like the ultimate smash brothers you know as if and then like it could just be the last one that we really care about that if they make more they're gonna make it smaller they're gonna you know make the stakes a little smaller and i think they should actually yeah i mean yeah because it's hard to balance that many characters and i mean it's gonna be cool to see as many worlds come into this one game as possible. Like Sakurai is proud of that. And I think adding more worlds to make a big, huge roster for one good time and potentially never do it again and never even make another smash brothers again. I think it's, it's a good way to do it because I don't think it's feasible to expect them to every time they release another smash game, if they ever did first off to make it as big as ultimate plus add more. You yeah. know, that's ridiculous. And they are definitely reaching with characters they put in. So we got the announcement of Terry Bogard, which, by the way, probably not like the most hype character that you could have come on for our generation and the generations after us. Right. Older players loved it. Yeah. But regardless, I think the trailer that they announced in him was pretty cool. That was cool. It that was, was a, a huge good shout trailer. out to that whole console and that whole uh, generation of games. Yeah. And once we knew, so long story short, we had a leak that pretty much said it was going to be an SNK, SNK game, game yeah. by UK Nintendo site. I mean, we saw the copyrights, everything. We thought we were going to come on here and speculate which one. We it, it happened so quickly, but and it makes sense that it was a fighting game. We ultimately got it from. Yeah, well, a lot of SNK games had a lot of fighting games in it, and they showcased that. It was fun to see like all the predictions of which SNK character would make it because there was a, obviously a whole lot. I mean, it, it, right. it, it used to be what Sega used to be basically as far as characters. And, you know, I, I saw a lot of predictions. I was, I was watched a couple of the live, you know, live stream reactions after of like who they predicted and it come on the screen and then it leave. And they were like, Oh no. And yeah. then, it, you know, it goes all the way to Terry. Bogart, they were, they were so. trolling that whole, that whole franchise. Just like they trolled us with the, yeah. King DDD and um, K Rule, but no tracer, which was interesting. Yeah, a lot of a lot of that leaks was our or quote unquote leaks were saying female character. A lot of people would be disappointed. Yeah, and you know I was fully on board of accepting that they that it was going to be tracer when we last spoke. Yeah, but after really thinking about it, and this obviously coming out that it wasn't tracer, I was just like, 
you know, Blizzard isn't going to do that. Like, I just don't see him doing it. Just like how, as much as I, I think want, it would. You, you don't. Blizzard's, you would? Blizzard's good at at appeasing to an audience. I feel like that's something that Bethesda they've done. They haven't does. done the greatest in the past two years, but Blizzard is about keeping their franchises alive. I think that you know, with Overwatch being announced for the Switch, I think if it was to happen, this would be the way to do it. And I don't. I don't think they would have had an issue with it. I, I personally don't. Well, you notice when they did Diablo that Nintendo had to make something in Diablo, like with Ganondorf being a playable True. character. That's a lot of Nintendo. I mean, Rocket League did it. I mean, a lot of a lot of things that get ported to the but, Switch have Switch exclusive, and that's just to sell it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that Nintendo had to in you know intrude their game. They weren't going to intrude Nintendo's game as far as like put in the development and care to get that done. I don't know. I, I, mean, I just could be true. At that. this point, you know, we have more characters. It's still not out of the question. Yeah. You know, how many more do you think it might be? Cause we have five total confirmed. Terry is the fourth. We get one more and then at least one more I after think, that. I think you have to go at least three. I don't see just two coming. Yeah. I don't see them taking Two's the time little. to just do two. I could see three being a sweet spot. I could see five being the max. Yeah. I don't I, think they're going to go full five, though. They wouldn't do five. I, I, I so. really doubt five. That'd be ten DLC characters. But it, according to how long they te- intend to release these, you know, like we're al- we're almost to 2020. This came out yeah. in December 2018. Yeah. So they're I really mean, keeping the hype alive for this game. Yeah, I know. It's like it. it it's like it's still new, but it is. It's not and new it, at well, all. You know, it's definitely new when you depending on who you announce, right? Like Banjo-Kazooie brought a lot of hype in. Yeah. I don't think Terry Bogard did as much, but I think that still it's, it's a new character. We haven't seen how he plays yet. I mean, it could be like hero where none of, where yeah. all of us were like really hero. And now it's like, all right, can we all stop playing hero now? <laughs> yeah. He's everywhere. <laughs> right. Well, I will say, you know, my overall feel about Terry is kind of lukewarm, but you know, like you said, we're not that generation, right. but we already mentioned it, but, we also got Banjo Kazooie, and he got a release date, which was yesterday. yesterday. So, <laughs> as um, of recording, yeah, they up and dropped him. Which can I? Can we I? Can I? Happen. We knew it was going to come out soon, but I want to make a little bit of a pet peeve here. Mm-hmm. So, there have been talks with an unnamed people that I know in my personal life about wanting to make a tournament happen, uh, a okay. Smash tournament. But using the hype of a character release to get that tournament to happen. And so, you know, you kind of want to know months ahead or weeks ahead when it's going to release so that we can you can plan an event of a tournament around it and be like, help us welcome in Banjo-Kazooie to the family with this new tournament, with the first Banjo-Kazooie legal tournament. Yeah. But they just drop it on the day that they they've have a direct. Like it's like, oh, it's out now. And then Hero had a three day notice, and Joker had like two days or something. And it's like, it's cool that they drop it out for like personally just to play it. But when it comes to like actual building hype, especially if you want to build hype in tandem with an event you want to run, yeah, it's kind of difficult. But that's a very small niche community. I See, understand. I that. knew he was going to come out in September. There was a part of me that said it. I just thought he was going to come out more mid-September. So but, I, I think they should have like said, because even if they if they planned a tournament, uh, and I know you're, what you're saying, but like if they would have kind of guesstimated and said, all right, late September, it's still, I think still would have been hype because they want to give players like two weeks to like get good for right. a tournament. You know? I get it. I just... Which, speaking of tournaments. Yeah. Banjo's already won number two in a major Japan tournament. Oh, yeah. A day after he dropped. That's incredible. Yeah, Zachary, who yeah. is a very young Ultimate player. Yeah. I forget who he Huge plays. I want to say he, he, played he played one of the Wolf. Fire Emblem. Well, he played... We fight Fire Emblem before. Corrin. Corrin. And he used Corrin and Wolf. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. He yeah. already won a tournament with Banjo. He got second. He got second. Second. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Incredible, but... Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So Banjo's out. I know we we yes. we want to talk about. It. So Austin, how do you feel about Banjo so far? You we played a few Ditto matches before we recorded, and you've had a uh, all last night to play a little bit. So what do you think so far? Love him. Which I knew he would. I would already. Yeah. I think he's really good. I think mid high. I don't know if I put him in high tier, but if, yeah. I, he's already won a tournament. So like he could. I could just not be using him right yeah. yet. Um. People are learning. He's obviously not op which is like 
the first time I think we've come into a Smash character that we're just like, he's not broken. He does have they, a move, though. They broke the pattern. That is very strong, which is his side B. Side B, yeah. I kind of wish that the way they would have handled it is make it a little weaker. Let the first five be somewhat invincible, not completely invincible, but let you still use the move after. It just won't have the same strength or invincibility with it. Right. Because it's a great recovery tool. And like when you're kind of low on health, you're, you're using it two or three times to get back to the stage. And it's like, you know, yeah. you, you kind of need it more than five for more than just attack purposes. Yeah. But it's a great way to get back on stage when someone's a good ledge guarder because it's going to get you back on the stage. His recovery is going to go through most of his, his recovery is pretty ridiculous. It, it is. It is good. It's not amazing, mind-blowing, but it is. It's really crafty because for those who haven't noticed yet, he has three jumps. Three jumps. The third one is barely a jump, but it's it gives you like a couple pixels higher. Yeah. And you can use two after. You can jump, use the, use the uppy, jump twice and then you can still air dodge. air dodge or use any other move you want right you can still use moves out of it which makes it kind of like game and watches right and a lot of people use game and watches to craft away so i think that's going to make a huge thing um his recovery is insane um i want to say just to comment on the side b yeah um they could have done it like charizards where it damages them a little bit but that would have gone against what it because obviously like in the real banjo game it's the golden feathers which makes you invincible gotcha. where nothing can hurt you. See, I don't have the lore, so, so it wouldn't have that. it wouldn't have made sense to Banjo's lore. But I mean, they could have given them three feathers and said, okay, you can three big ones, three and big ones, and then after ones. that, it 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 goes to like kind of Ike side B, you know? Yeah, um, like it maybe go the same distance, but it doesn't do the same damage and doesn't have super armor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it'll go the same distance just for recovery options. But anyways, um, past that. He does kind of lack, outside of that move, some confirmed kill moves. His throws aren't the greatest until high percentage. His tilts aren't the greatest until high percentage. He does have a really good down tilt and an up tilt, I think. His um, down tilt's dirty. If you if you are a character with side recovery and not vertical recovery, this is going to get you. Yeah. It's, it's going to get you very hard. Um, but past that, I mean, they kept true to his form for what the games are. I'm very glad that he's in. I have I have no major complaints. I'm very I'm very satisfied so, with wow. him so far. No complaining from Austin. That's a shocker. I'm just kidding. <laughs> after after topic one, you think I come through storming through all these topics? After that rant, they this is why your relationship with Nintendo is healthy. There's good. There's bad. You know, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> we could go with more. But good. yeah, no, I want to mention. Wait, what'd you say? I said we could go with more good. Especially for the Pokemon fans, they're getting it right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Um, I want. Yeah, I want to mention that they did break the pattern. It seems that every DLC character they've released since basically four has been ridiculously OP. So they finally seem to stop doing that with Banjo Kazooie because he doesn't. Like you said, I'd say, I'd say high tier. I don't know if I'd say, you know, not top tier. Like. Yeah, I agree with you. Mid-high tier. Most everybody goes there anyway, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, again, it's like we have to see... Because after Zach, Zachary's results one day after yeah. you know, in a big Japan... It's like, I just... We have to see, you know? But he's not obviously... Like, Hero, when he came out, it was obviously like, oh, yeah, holy it was like, crap. The criticals are totally random. And sometimes you can get a literal Kamikaze or Hocus Pocus. It's just like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I get frustrated by that character. But yeah, I uh, I'll say that he, I see him more closer to high tier because of how he's heavier. Like we we compare him to Wario or the New Link, like he's heavier like that, but he's not a heavy. So he's fast enough. Like I was I was playing, you know, we were playing some matches before, and I was playing K. Rule, which is one of my best characters, and he's a heavy. And you were out out speeding me like so much that match. Like Banjo's fast, but he also hits hard. So. I think he has some real potential. And then on top of all that, he has amazing recovery. I know you said it's not as amazing as I think it's it is. It's crafty. You have to know how to use it. It's like Ganondorf's recovery. Like, if you know how to use Ganondorf's recovery, you can go deep. Yeah. But most people that are playing Ganondorf are just going to die if they try and go deep. So that's what I, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, he can, Banjo can go deep and still recover easily with his up B, but he can also go out, out far to the blast zone and recover with his horizontal recovery of side B if you have enough feathers. Yeah. So 
I think it's balanced. Um, I think he's a lot more balanced than it seems like he might be at first. His reach isn't as amazing as you would think. Um, his reach on his Ford smash, I still think is like, like weirdly too short, but balanced, I guess. Um, down tilts ridiculous. So yeah, I mean, I'm, it's, it's a great character. I just, um, you know, I know you're going to main him, so it's going to be hard for me to really get too hard with him. I, uh, although when I first played him, he felt a little bit like Donkey Kong, which is, was my first main. He has kind of a mix between Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong and Mario moves in in ways. Right. And then also he still has kind of his own things with him. Yeah. I wish his forward smash spiked because it looks like Mario's and I wish, I wish it spiked. It just, it'll kill easily. Yeah, but I wish it was a spike you could kill early with. You know, it yeah, seems it, like it's the not. one thing that does kind of suck is that his down a in the air, it's just going down. You're not, you yeah, it's like Greninja out of it. Yeah, yeah. you'll and, die, and that it doesn't spike well either. Because even I, you were like at sixty, and you were under the stage, and I hit you with it, right? And you still were able to get up, and it was kind of like, yeah, you man, tried, you like, tried to kill yourself with it. I tried to take you out with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to take my stock early, but it just kill. It just, I just got out of that. Yeah, you're right. But I think that um, you know he'll he'll be serviceable. Like I feel like he's if you play a lot with him, which I know you are, you'll be good. But I don't think he's anything like you know we're looking at like Wolf in his heyday or something like that. We'll see. I mean, I think that they are going to buff a little bit of his moves, some of them, because I think they're going to realize that they don't. He doesn't have as many kill moves, and they might nerf the Cybe a bit. But talking about nerfs and buffs. They didn't hero. change hero. Yeah, hero didn't get nerfed in version. He five. got a small buff, actually. One of really? his moves got a very tiny buff. So but I have, it's, it's it's funny that the fact that like they still gave him anything. Yeah, wow, I can't believe that. Yeah, so people, if you haven't know, if you don't know, Banjo came out with a version five update that what they had a little bit of a tweaks. I honestly haven't seen the nerf and buff list, but it's not very long. It's not very long. Okay, no, it's like five characters got mixed up. Yeah. Um. But, you know, that's something to recognize. And, you know, if you go to play Banjo, there are some tweaks that have happened. But if you run up against Hero online, you're probably just going to die. Okay, just go ahead and get ready for that. We got to see a bit more of Link's Awakening, and it seems we had a question answered that we had about the game. Do we get to share our dungeon creations online? It seems that the answer is no, and that the only way to share would be through the Amiibos. So, Renan, do you think that's a, a misstep on Nintendo's part, or just kind of, eh, not a real big deal? Well, I want to preface this with saying that we don't know confirmed that this is the only way to share, but they didn't mention a different way. They they didn't include it in their description. Yeah, and you would think that they would. So I want to say it's not full. We do not fully know that if it's online or not. But if it's not online, then why even have it in the game? That's my that's my takeaway. My takeaway is like hundred percent missed opportunity. Stupid. I hate it honestly. And I think that Mario Maker its success, and we kind of mentioned this when we were talking about this topic that. You know, people make amazing levels of Mario Maker, and obviously, this game is based around a story and this RPG. It's not, you know, Mario Maker is based around building this thing. But even though this is like a small, a small like side thing you can do, I think some amazing stuff could come from it. And we're never going to see that amazing stuff because it's not online; it's not shareable. Yeah, we might see a video, but we can't do it. We can't play it ourselves. Right. Totally missed opportunity. And then on top of that, even if it's not online. If it's local, it's only through Amiibos. Amiibos are even smaller community. I don't own a single Amiibo, and I'm a huge Nintendo fan. Right. You only own, like, Dr. Mario or something. I own Dr. Mario Shulk and uh, Bowser Jr., but even still, those Amiibos won't work with it. Right. It's like, it's such a small community that you're targeting, and it's like, why would you do that? It makes exactly. no sense at all. Yeah. I, I think it's a huge misstep because, you know, a lot of people were after Mario Maker, the original one came out, people were like, Zelda Maker, Zelda Maker. And of course, like, that's just too much. Like, too, there's too much that would go into that. Yeah. And, and no, you that's... could, you know, it's one thing to get a, a bad level of Mario Maker. 
that's you know a 20 second speed run it's another thing to get a whole zelda world that sucks yeah but i thought this was a perfect medium for them when they showed the dungeon maker i was like oh my gosh this is brilliant yeah this is a mind of brilliance right here whoever decided that right but in old nintendo fashion there's a catch yeah there's got to be a catch. They had to mess and, it up somehow yeah and it's you know again we don't know the full scale of how this dungeon maker will be it could be kind of you know really a lot less than we think it is but even still why make a creation thing that you can't sh- like if i make the dungeon i'm pretty sure i know how to beat the dungeon right what's the point of me playing and unless it? one other friend happens to have a switch or and, comes over you know and like i give him the amiibo and then he takes it home and then he likes it it's like cool you know, like, yeah, like th- it's not going but anywhere. Your creations for, for one friend, right? So it's I, like as if you made a Halo Forge map that you couldn't share. It's like, what's the point, right? But even on the sense of like a grand scheme of things, you, excuse me, you could throw this out there, just see how it does. A little thing, depending on how well it does, you can make it a bigger thing. You could actually yeah. go with a Zelda Dungeon Maker game with like more in tuned and and do it like the Mario Maker style and I bet you you would sell a whole lot yeah I bet you a lot of people would be more interested in that in Mario Maker because the fact that I think Zelda I think the I think the Zelda community is a bit more creative in ways than the Mario Maker community I think the Mario Maker levels will be more creative than the Zelda dungeon because I feel like they're more limited but I feel like you could get a lot of cool things out of the Zelda dungeon community also there also the Venn diagram of those communities overlap drastically so everyone who plays Zelda either has heard of Mario Maker or plays it themselves and likes it and there's an appetite for it exactly and you know there was a phase when the uh Zelda randomizer came out that all the Mario Maker players were playing it like Ryukar Grand Pooh Bear right all of them were so you know it's like it's there you know the yeah. market's there so it's like you know I I, I kind of wish they would do more with it again I, I agree with you what's the point of even giving it if if we're if we basically going to be the only ones to see it now again like Renan said it, it's not fully confirmed not to be out but again it, they didn't say that we had it, and it they only be, talked about the amiibo part of and it, it so. this could be them throwing it out like you said this could be like if it comes out and they get a good response to it like from feedback they may add it online support later but I don't know yeah I'm not saying protest I'm just saying we should at Nintendo on Twitter saying we would appreciate if we could share our yeah. dungeon levels. Well, and that's all you should say. Well, to wrap up, I want to ask you, are you buying Link's Awakening? Yes. Okay. I just want yes. to make... I, See, it's kind of a not big deal because it's like Link's Awakening is going to sell on its own. Right. It's not like Pokemon Sword and Shield, which should sell on its own, but it's like you should be advancing the game at this point now. Yeah. Link's Awakening, before we even knew the Dungeon Maker, we're like, ooh, shiny. You know, yeah, it's, it's, like, a, it's a remaster. Yeah, but it's like, I hate when you give us something. And of course, we're grateful that you gave it to us. But it's like, I'm not as excited about the Dungeon Maker anymore. Like, I thought about making one or whatnot, but it's like, what's the point? Yeah, and that's like, besides the updated graphics, that's like the new main feature of the whole thing. Exactly, so... All right, Austin. So for our final topic, we're going to make this one probably pretty quick. I We wanted to throw something in that wasn't Nintendo Direct related because we realized that <laughs> our fans, I hope, love Nintendo because that's like mostly what we talk about because yeah. <laughs> we love Nintendo. But Nintendo's on a roll right now. so They are. and They deserve the news that we're giving them. But Cyberpunk 2077 developers confirmed on Twitter that the game is getting multiplayer. Which was kind of, I mean, it was highly, highly requested, but very much like not thought of as a realistic thing to happen by the community. Basically, because this whole, okay, we've talked about Cyberpunk 2077 and how like the realistic, crazy, in depth RPG elements they're bringing to the table. Like, you can't die in the game, everything you do is a choice that, mm-hmm. you know, so you can't game over, you can die, you can't game over. But they, they decided to take an unusual approach and they're going to release the multiplayer mode after all the single player content has officially rolled out. So that means basically 
they're going to release the game. They're probably going to release some DLC, story-based DLC, single-player content DLC, and they aren't even thinking about multiplayer until after that. So, Austin, I wanted to ask you, do you like this approach, and do you like this compared to expecting a full single-player and multiplayer experience at launch from these games? Well, I want to start out by saying they did not say the extent of what this multiplayer will be. I'm going to guess this is story mode, multiplayer, play with a friend through the story. Co-op or something. Co-op, yeah. I'm going to guess that's what it is. And in that case, then yeah, that should come out with it. If they decided to, based on fan reaction to put it in, I can understand why it's going to take a bit and why they're not going to focus on it. But I will say uh, another news for Cyberpunk 2077 that came out today is that they have now dedicated a whole entire team to make special made side quests to add more into the story because CG product red loved how Witcher did their side quests. And so they right. just, it just hired a new team today to, to do stuff like that, to add that kind of element. So, I mean, it's obvious that they're still adding things to it and doing and doing new things. Right. Um, I don't know how far out this, Renan, when, is, when does it come out? Do you know? April of April 2020. So it's still got a little ways out. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be cool. I, I I honestly didn't know that it wasn't going to have multiplayer because I always thought, like, I, I haven't kept up with this game as much as you have right. or others. But the moment that I saw the Keanu Reeves trailer where he, like, says, wake the up, yeah. we got a city to burn. I thought that was kind of showing, like, you have multiplayer, you know, you're going to go with yeah. someone else. Do you have another little partner in the game? Apparently the, the game's based off a board game, right? Right. Which has more than one player. I presume. I don't well, think it's a single player board game. Yeah. But it's based off a board game similar to Dungeons and Dragons where it's a campaign, an RPG campaign. Okay. So yeah, I, I mean, sorry. I, I no, 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 you're you fine. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, the thing with, this game that's been the most interesting and compelling thing for me as someone who loves RPGs is that it is based on a board game and I've played Dungeons and Dragons and I've, you know, I love whenever story is highly affected by player choice, similar to Telltale Games. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, if you're playing a board game and you, you know, say cast uh, fireball, then, you know, what you do matters and it changes the game constantly. And they're trying to take that kind of approach with this, uh, play, uh, uh, video game, sorry. Um, so I just think that it's very compelling, but in a world that, that there, this world is a futuristic world where body modifications have become like crazy popular. So like you can have like a sword come out of your hand, like similar to Assassin's Creed where it comes out of his wrist. And yeah, so stuff like that, like implementing a multiplayer and some kind of, and like in that way where you have different classes, I feel like that'd be really awesome. I, when I heard multiplayer, I didn't think co-op. I thought immediately PvP, personally. So I think we'll have to see where it goes. But I think that whatever multiplayer that they're introducing, if if they're putting the amount of detail and love into it as much as they are the single-player content, because like you said, they're hiring a new team, and the game has is like only you know six months away. So they're obviously adding stuff way past their launch date. Yeah. So if they put that much love and uh, heart into it, uh, then I think the multiplayer experience will be great, but I kind of really wanted this conversation to more be about, you know, Overwatch came out. It was just a multiplayer game. Right. And then there's other games come out like Skyrim, Elder Scrolls games that are like just RPGs. And Halo is one of those few that are like, you know, that it has a campaign, but the multiplayer is how it lives online. Yeah. And I feel like you can't get both. Halo only had a maximum in the longest game it ever released was 15 missions. And that was Halo two. So that's, that's a lot of campaign time, but it's not like Skyrim level campaign time. So I think this is kind of cool. I think it's like they have a whole new team that's not even related to single player at all. That's just doing their own thing with this world. So you can get like this one giant launch of this huge, massive hours and hours of gameplay RPG and get the multiplayer. You just have to wait for it. I kind of like that they're doing that, and I hope that's like a trend that we see more often. Personally, do we know if this is if this is an open world type game? It is. What if they did a Grand Theft Auto type multiplayer, where yeah. there's the city sandbox stuff? Yeah, I mean, I mean with, that would be cool. Because I mean, you talk about body modifications and PvP. I mean, if you were if you had something similar to that, 
you know, I, I think that could do a, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think it, it definitely needs the multiplayer. Um, right. I wish, you know, I, I, I'm always the big advocate of, I wish games would come out complete at the same time. I understand like updates and such, but again, for the fact that they probably weren't going to do this originally and they've decided to do it. I understand why they may need to take time to do it, uh, but I wouldn't delay the game either. I don't think they're taking the wrong approach for it, right? Realistically, if they're if they're giving us something that they weren't supposed to, then then it's fine. And they haven't said it's going to be paid or anything. They said there's going to be a couple free DLC story add-ons before it, but yeah, it's it's going to be a long time before we see this. But you know, I thought it'd be worth mentioning that it was confirmed that it is happening and that they're. You know they're they're getting a team together right now. I mean they literally had a link to apply to CD Projekt Red on the tweet about it. So they obviously are you know at, they're on the ground level with this, how many which people, I like. How many people do you think are visionaries that try to apply? I mean a just lot. Just like people who just have zero experience coding, but it's just like I have the ideas. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. It always it's always tough seeing that. Like I don't know if you follow many. I know you got into Blizzard through Overwatch, really. You haven't really gotten into Blizzard before that, but I've consumed enough content over like podcasts about her song and stuff where you like constantly see these people that are fans of the game wanting to apply at Blizzard and constantly being told no. It's kind of sad. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, it's always interesting. And then you see someone make it and you're like, oh, Chucky's part of the Hearthstone team. And you're like, cool you know <laughs> like, yeah like i don't know it's it kind of it's, it's kind of like a sadness around it <laughs> in my opinion we should all make our own video game companies if we think we got it right but yeah, just go to epic they'll pay anyone to do anything apparently so by the way untitled goose game uh oh, yeah. is gonna be an ex uh steam or uh epic game store epic exclusive. game store exclusive yeah yeah i think i think it was untitled goose game yeah we're like even yeah. if you buy it on a different console you buy the code on steam the way that it was explained to me, I could be totally wrong on that, but the way that like I read you it, get the code on Epic Game Store. Yeah, like oh, okay. I get a Nintendo Switch code off of Epic Game Store to put on the Switch. They must have some kind of. Uh, I mean, I don't. They know. have an exclusivity deal. Well, with not only that, it seems like they also have some kind of deal with Epic. Like it almost is like a publisher that's in, yeah. affiliated with Epic or something. By the way, great job leaving the title to Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, I'm down. With I don't that. know what it is, but I'm I'm for it. That's pretty meta, it. and that and we were just talking about how like meta is like I, I'm drawn to that kind of stuff. But I, I speaking of Epic Game Store, I know we're kind of going long, but whatever, who cares? Um, <laughs> Epic Game Store bonus content, bonus content. You know, we is you know in a good and bad way an exclusive deal with Borderlands for the first six months. Yes. I, overall, I'll say bad as someone who is playing it on Epic Game Store. Like, I'll still say it's kind of bad they did that. But uh, with that said, we were just talking about it, and I want to shout out for anyone, because by the time we hear the next episode, Borderlands 3 will be out. And I want you guys, if you are listening and you've pre-ordered it, if you have it on PC, you'll actually get it a day before console. So you'll actually get it around 5 or 6 p.m. on the 12th, which is Thursday night. Or, yeah, Thursday night. Instead of on the 13th, which is actually Friday the 13th. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Great time for Borderlands to come out. But you could also preload it on the Epic Game Store and all the consoles, 48 hours before launch. So shout out to that. And I'm super pumped. Like, I'm are, PC games the, are PC gamers the royalty of, of all gamers? See, the PC Master Race, like... Uh, I'm not. I'm not asking as far as the console wars. I'm saying P, our PC gamers the royalty of of just the way that they're treated by publishers. Oh, oh, um, no. I would say it kind of split because the uh, console gamer community is bigger because there's a See? lower barrier of entry with the price wise, and I think more than not, people are trying to uh, these publishers are trying to appease the larger demographic. See, I disagree because PC has so many better games that are free. Well, yeah, that's true. And they get all the betas. For but free. all that money that you're saving being free, you're putting into a system that costs way too much more money than a console would cost you. So it's a trade-off. But developers, they do set that price, so that's tr- that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. That was a good weird ending. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. 
Man, I, I would just be real because my friend, he plays PC a lot. And he tells me all the time, he was like, yo, play this game with me. I'm like, I don't have any money. He's like, it's free. I'm like, what the heck? All these new free games yeah. just coming out. And they're like straight up AAA looking titles. Also, all those weird hacked games like the Mario Battle Royale and <laughs> Halo Online. Those exactly. are all free, but they're hacked. You don't really know what you're getting whenever you PC get PC games that. are royalty. Let's just be real. Y'all yeah. are royalty. Um, yeah. I'm trying to be somewhat royalty. I play a lot of Minecraft, I guess. Yeah. Recently you, again. Yeah. You, yeah. You have Planet Zoo or... Uh, Planet Coaster. Planet Coaster. Sorry. Planet Coaster is awesome. Yeah, I'm sure it is. With that said, though, I definitely have nothing else to contribute to the wonderful gaming news week. Written. Do you have anything? No, there's left? there was a lot of news, but this direct kind of overshadowed it's everything. A Forty minute direct. It yeah. was really good too. I give it an overall like eight out of ten. Yeah, it was like there was enough. There was enough that happened this week that could have like we could have filled an episode out on, but then the direct like blew up and it was just like. Nothing else was in any way the level of like yeah, excitement. Yeah, they weren't comparing. Right. It's it's hard to compete with a direct. Yeah, because they do so well when they when they do it. Yeah. But with that said, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Player 5 Podcast. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, HubCityPost.com. City spelled with an S. Instagram at Player5Pod. Oh, no, that's Twitter. Yeah. Twitter at Player5Pod. Instagram at player five underscore podcast. Let us know what you think about these things. And of course, tell us other topics that you think would be very interesting. We take them all into consideration and have even brought some of them on our show before. If you are a new listener. So tell us if uh banjo is secretly OP too. He might be. We'll, we'll find out. I'm fine. If he is Zachary's, he has a good case going so far. He got second. Also in that same tournament, uh, banjo got fourth. Okay. So you got, they got two spaces. Yeah. All right. See ya. See ya. <laughs> yeah,